of person where I can put it together kind of correctly. So gotcha. I should be okay. But besides that, next time, let's turn that off and do the clap and turn it right back on. Right. Got to just saying, just saying. We'll see. All right, all right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Beetlecast. I am Devin, and I am as always accompanied by my lovely co-host and awesome friend Zachary Gaspara. Gaspara, how you doing today, my dude? Doing all right. Doing all right. That's very descriptive. Thank you. <laughs> um, <laughs> it's like, I, I, I'm okay. I'm, I'm yeah, just okay. recording a podcast. Dead air is like the biggest sin ever on a podcast. Here's some dead air for y'all. And uh, Zachary uh, has a new noise cancellation aperture to his thing. So it's not just dead air. It's like fucking drop dead air. <laughs> it's like it's like silent as the grave in this motherfucker. Mm-hmm. Um, which is actually really nice because, you know, for a few episodes, you know, there's a lot of CPU fans and stuff like that. So, you know, but uh, I don't I, off 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 the record. I don't yell at Zach about that stuff. I'm just like, you know, it's OK. Well, I got the Adobe Suite. We can, yeah, fuck. Yeah, I ain't got to worry about I don't even got to worry about hearing you clap when we're supposed to be syncing up. Like <laughs> it is the most silent of silent. And I mean, like, I'm honestly impressed. Like NVIDIA actually managed to pull something off real surprising with this. Like it's AI augmented. So it's like kind of nifty. It's nifty. Um, and now like it's actually um, bringing that up. It's now available for older graphics cards as well, as long as it's an NVIDIA graphics card. And then there are some um, applications that can mimic it, but just not quite the same way that they have it. Um, so whatever I run into using is uh, pretty impressive, which is going to be an interesting test for uh, Intel, actually. So um, I know we're kind of just rolling into it. It didn't really get into the weeks, and we'll get into it in a moment. But um, so, uh, Dev, did you hear about what Intel's planning to do or trying to do now? One of the things that they're attempting to um, have rolled out at some point. Last time I heard, they were checking. They were um, they were sticking with their guns as far as x86. Are they developing an ARM core? Because that an ARM chip? Because that's what they need to fucking do. No software, not hardware. Uh, well, I mean, isn't Intel like stuck on like fourteen nanometers, yeah. and the M1X is going to be like fucking four nanometers? Yeah. It's, well, I don't like on on the on the hardware front. They haven't really done much of anything interesting, but on the software front, they're doing something that is uh, going to be fucking comical. If memory, if I'm I believe it's Intel. It's supposed to be Intel. Um, Intel bleep. Okay. So, so Intel. Okay. Yeah. Um. Okay. So take a guess as to what this is supposed to be. It's automatic live censoring. Yes. Yes, actually. You're fucking kidding. That was a total guess. <laughs> so what it are is, you kidding me? What it is is that um, it's supposed to basically be running kind of in the background or kind of around um, as an AI algorithm that's running that will allow it to pick up um, audio in that like set couple seconds or second or a few hundred milliseconds between a latency between voice being said on one end and getting to the other end in Discord or on a regular streaming broadcast, um, and allow it to automatically censor something that you're um, that you don't want to be said, whether it be misogynistic comments, um, racist comments, and there's a um, there's an off and on button for the N word. 
So, uh, and like the other ones have sliders instead. So, it's just like, well, no, it, it what sense. level of cynicism are you going to allow in this? No, nah, no, nah, it makes it makes sense. Uh, let, let get with me, get with me for a second. First of all, I want to let you guys know that it's not a coincidence that Zach brought this up. We actually at Beetlecast, we are well known enough, we are famous enough to where we are actually going to be beta testers. For Intel Bleep, you will hear it throughout this podcast. Um, in fact, I will go ahead and give a demonstration because I'm going to turn it on. I'm going to put the slider at about four right now. Bitch, in! All right, so um, I got it a little bit past 50 cent sexism, but way, 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 way under uh, Louis C.K. sexism. Okay, so I... <laughs> You, but so, but we'll where's the, <laughs> helping <laughs> Intel helping out the gamers the most that they can? <laughs> Programmer, but no, okay, like, but no, like, so like some of it, it does make sense for it to have scale though. Yeah. Like for example, so get this right. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you have um, if you have Ice T talking, right? Mm-hmm. You you don't need to edit Ice T, you know, in the same way that you edit, um, you know, fucking Logan. Paul. You know what I mean? Like, because Logan Paul says the N-word, but he has no right. But Ice-T does have the absolute right. So you crank it down for Ice-T so he can say it as much as he wants. And then you crank it up for Logan Paul. In fact, Logan Paul has his own setting at the top of the dial um, where you just do it. And it's like Zach's noise cancellation. It just cancels out everything his dumb ass says. Now, keep in mind, mind, N-word is an on and off switch. (laughs) Wow. Yeah, yeah. So Ice T is on, <laughs> Logan Paul is off. <laughs> what a stupid idea. No, no, I, wait, wait, wait. Intel lets us look at it. Intel's us, though. We can't talk shit on Intel. Um so uh but that's uh that's that's fine. Um God And also that software has existed for but yeah, I mean the the profanity versions existed yeah. for ages. I mean that's what they use on cable TV. You know, so that you can have Green Day go up there and play and not censor themselves. And then it'll just do it. Like, that's how MTV, you know, when you're watching MTV, back when people watched MTV. Uh, God, I'm dating myself. Mm-hmm. Anyway, and Kid Rock would be up there, you know, and he's like, I'm going to pay this red and pay this white. You know, like, fucking, like, instead it's like, I'm going to pay this out. I was going to say, what are you, you know what, like, I mean? what are you pausing for? We're in the beta test. They're automatically going to take care of it. Don't worry about that. But, <laughs> I just um, right and forgot about that. But, what, but the funniest <laughs> thing about it to me is that um, when you think about it, like, it's, it's a matter that is going to be significantly more improved than it was during that era. Because there, a lot of that time, there was a person that was actually having to manually bleep out those words when, um, whenever that happened, and it was just because they were on a four to five second delay between like their live recording and also the um, TV, like when it reached the TV. <coughs> and with that, um, like now it's going to be able to be done pretty much automatically through a bot. Now the real question is. How good is this going to be at picking up accents, and how good is this going to be at picking up like um, different languages? Because that's really where the interesting test is going to be at. Because you know that English is going to be the first one that they're going to work on because that's the language Roma. But when it comes to like, let's say someone that has a Jamaican accent, or someone that is from Denmark and has whatever the fuck a Denmark accent is, then. <laughs> Like, it's going to end up having 
is going to have to be stress tested a lot. And I mean, at least we're at least we got that uh that beta going, so in which they'll be able to pick up two native English speakers that also speak in two different <laughs> accents. So there is that. Um, but I, I like, of course there's the argument of like censorship versus non-censorship and things of that sort. But honestly, I just find it fucking hilarious because that means that we're going to see a lot of people that are going to get automatically bleeped for saying shit that they shouldn't be saying anyway. Especially, I just hope, I hope, I hope there is a streamer slash gamer mode. Since that seems to be one of the like more prolific areas where in which dumb shit is said on a normal basis. Like for example, in um a NASCAR tournament game wise, somebody just was like just threw it out there a couple times. It was like, oh, you know, Intel would have helped you just then. <laughs> they probably would have helped you. But I mean, the the secret is just kind of not to say dumb shit. Oh, Although I, I I will say like, as a guy who does a lot of live stuff, um, sometimes, sometimes like um, it's hard to like corroborate like what's in your head uh-huh. and then say it correctly. And I've offended people. Um, my goal is never to offend of people. Yeah. Um, except for my clothing. Beetle mode clothing is definitely definitely intended to offend people, but. Um, and then some of the ads we ran for, it was definitely for that purpose. But like when I'm doing live, I actually want to be inspirational. I want to make people happy. I want to bring them happiness. And so, um, but I've offended people just by, um, kind of running my mouth before I could fully think through what I was saying. So I get that. But for the most part, it's always better to err on the side of caution. Of course. And so that's why like, um, you know, um, I have a lot of opinions about a lot of the things, but I, I try not to like talk about them on live formats because I might not be able to articulate them correctly. Right. And there's also stuff that I don't really know enough about right. to like really speak on. And I think that's the problem with like our modern generation of like online people is if they read a few articles or <laughs> actually no, they don't read. I was going to say, wait a minute. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. They I read a few do... headlines on Facebook <laughs> and suddenly think they're like a social justice expert or they think that like they like that they have a you know a degree in the social sciences and sometimes it's perfectly okay to just say like ghost tell me sometimes it's just perfectly okay to say you know what i don't know enough about yeah. this i'm gonna back the fuck out right. you know what i mean yeah there have been a it's lot of instances fine. that i'm just like I know of peripherally of this, but I don't know enough in order to really have a conversation about this. So I'm just going to bow the fuck out or I'm going to go read a few articles on this real quick. Try and get a quick understanding of what this is, if I can find them, and then uh, go from there. And maybe I'll input, but more likely than not, I probably won't and just talk to a person one-on-one in order to see if they are like the person that bring it up and they know exactly and they actually know what they're talking about um trying to like say hey so i have a couple questions about this and this if you've got a little bit of time yes i did already google this yes i did already google this you don't have to use that argument against me i already checked that but i'm trying to get a better understanding of what your point in this is and um kind of just go from there in comparison <laughs> um the reason that i say once again the reason i say gamer mode is just because there's there's a lot of shit that, that a lot of people that are live streaming while playing games just end up just out and it's like oh so that's what you do in your off time i mean huh <laughs> i mean that's that's like but that's 
so you hear every single like you hear all the time about gamers getting banned from twitch for like saying racist stuff for example Mm -hmm. um that happens a lot of homophobic stuff but i think actually that comes a little bit more from the culture oh yeah and um the reason is like uh it's actually parodied very effectively in grand theft auto 5 you know when um old dude uh michael's son is playing like impotent rage Mm -hmm. or whatever and he's like, he's like, you little fucking f word. I'm not even gonna say of course that word. Not. Even jokingly. I mean, like, oh well, look, Intel, look, Intel bleeps we may, got me. It may have the, the bleep may have you, but you know, you still have your morals. So if you're not gonna say it anyway, then you yeah, say yeah, it. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm not gonna, I'm not, I'm not gonna say it. Oh, yeah. I, I'm not, I don't have it set on Logan Paul settings right now. Yeah, yeah. Um, I don't have it on PewDiePie settings. Um, yeah. so fucking, but basically, he's like, you Didn't fucking f word. Yeah. I'm gonna come over to your and teabag your fucking, you know, all that good stuff. Yeah, and that's kind of like. That's the meme, right? That's like the that's like the common perception, you know, of how hmm? like kids talk on those things. So those kids are growing up now and they're like becoming Twitch streamers and stuff like that. And so it makes sense that that kind of culture would carry over. Now, I don't play a lot of online games. I can honestly say that the only one I really played with any dedication was Red Dead Online 2, uh, Red Dead 2 Online, and um I didn't encounter anybody like that so i don't i don't know i haven't really had anybody yell at me online um but also probably because i'm not a winner and i suck and so i'm not used to, i'm not good enough to yell at um oh, let but me tell I, you on the other side of that 2k coin that and speaking of gta i've played extensively on gta since um but since the year the gta online came out and uh <laughs> it's exactly like that <laughs> oh man i've heard so many squeaky voice like seven-year-old balls have not had the consideration of dropping kids on there that um have been using things that would make even you blush it's like look go do your fucking homework junior okay like get the get the hell off here what are your parents doing they're smoking meth in the corner probably anyway the um but then again i can't talk shit because like when i was growing up (laughs) <laughs> when I was growing yeah. up, the most controversial video game was fucking Mortal Kombat 1. <laughs> <laughs> to this, these days, kids these days, they see that and they're like, mm, how quaint. <laughs> like, he tore his spine out. Now we got x-ray attacks where you can see the bone <laughs> shattering. <laughs> like, what the fuck, man? The uh, But I mean, that's just a generational yeah. thing, I guess. Uh, I, dude, I was, so I was playing Doom the other day because mm-hmm. all of them are in Game Pass, you know? Right. And so I was playing Doom, and I'm just like, I'm just like that. I'm like, mm, how quaint! Look at those sprites. You move around them, and they're flat, and they just fucking turn in circles. <laughs> and then but, you um, go to Doom 2016. Oh, I just, ooh, ooh, ooh! <laughs> I can't get, I can't get into it, man. Uh, Doom 2016, uh, 2016 and Doom Eternal. So I just, so good. I just can't. I, I love the old Doom games, mm-hmm. but honestly, when I was playing it, I'm not gonna lie, that story has an ending. And that ends with me playing Duke Nukem because like Doom just makes me want to play Duke Nukem, which I think I think Duke Nukem kind of ripped off Doom. Oh, in, they like, did. A like lot of the, ways. the thing is that yeah. that era shooter, they were all just kind of like getting into each other and just kind of like figuring out each other. Like Duke Nukem was like, for example, the direct inspiration later for Serious Sam. Um, and like you have your and Doom is kind of just like the one that like really that. I mean, Wolfenstein did, yes, of course. Wolfenstein kicked things off, but then you have your other games like Blood, um, Shadow Warrior, um, like a bunch of different sh- 
shooters from that era, which um, are now called boomer shooters. <laughs> so, no way. Yeah. Is that what people are? People now just call us boomer shooters. <laughs> man, fuck people, man. Duke Nukem fucking shake it, baby. Okay, fuck. fuck dude, that infuriates no, me. No, 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 no. Okay, okay, okay. So it's not in the sense of an insult for it. It's just generally calling that particular genre because there's a rebirth of that style of game as of late. Like, um, was it Ion Fury? Um, oh god, there's like a bunch of them that come out. Uh, Nightmare something or another. Like, there's a bunch that have that are going back to that style of gameplay. Hell, like, um, Iron Maiden, Ion, Ion Maiden, not Iron Maiden, Ion Maiden, is made in the build 3D engine, which fueled games like Duke Nukem 3D. Why not just play Duke Nukem 3D? Because it's, because like... new levels, new games, and they can do new stuff with the tech. Yeah, but... It's Duke Nukem 3D. Yeah. Like, it's fucking amazing. It is, and Iron Maiden is amazing. <laughs> Ion Listen, Maiden. listen, I have, to, I have to put out a plea, all right? So anybody who knows anybody who can help me with this, please, guys, John St. John is not getting any younger. <laughs> can we please, Gearbox, can we get one more good Duke Nukem game, like... Duke Nukem Forever doesn't count. Let's just <laughs> let's just not talk about Duke Nukem fucking forever. Any game that like within the first two minutes you can actually pick up the shit. You can take a shit in the toilet and then pick up the shit, and you know Duke comments on yeah, it. Yeah, what am He's I like, doing? Why am I sitting? Here, yeah, why am I sitting here playing with shit? Like, come on, man. The, 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 just can we get a good one? I'm playing Duke Nukem 3D and it's fucking awesome and I love it, but just. <laughs> Please. Oh, my phone went off. Maybe that's Gearbox. <laughs> you got Randy Pitchford or Intel all, at all times. Damn. <laughs> but yeah. So, like, um. But yeah, I just I ended up hearing and like reading a little bit on the Intel bleep and uh, shout out to the sponsor, <laughs> Intel bleep, and just trying <laughs> to like understand what are we are we. Really? Actually, okay. Ghost, I actually... Huh? Because this is our first episode with a sponsor, so I have to... um, I actually have to do a sponsor spot. Okay. okay so, uh, guys, I know this is awkward. Just just get with me for a second. I, I gotta do this, okay? Um, This podcast is brought to you by Intel. Now, what you might know about Intel is that they make processors. What you might not know is that they're completely inferior to Apple's new processors, but like to pretend that they're not, and even went as so far as to hire Justin Long to shit-talk it. If you don't know, he's the I'm a Mac kid mm-hmm. from back in the day. But then at the same time, they're like, yeah, we really want to actually build Apple's new processors, even though we're like seriously 10 nanometers behind. Okay, so Intel is a dying business. And so it's so funny to me that Ghost brings it up, because it's like, okay, Intel looked at the market, and they said, what does the market need? What niche can we fill while we're getting battered by ARM processors? And they said, oh, we need more censorship. You know why? Because Apple's all about censorship. <laughs> Just saying. It's romance. It's meant to be. It's a beautiful thing. So Intel, we say whatever we think in the moment will get us paid. Thank you to our sponsors. Okay, so, so on um, that note, 
Um, so for those of you who are listening who are not in the Beetle Milk server, which you should definitely do so, um, Discord, uh, I'm pretty sure Dev will put a link into that in the video show notes this time around. Um, sure will. So we had a little bit of a conversation about a, a newer art platform that, uh, just kind of got, a got, a got, got neutered by Apple. Got neutered by Apple. I think that's the best way in order to put it in this case. Um, neutering is the absolute best way to put it. Would you would you like to take it away on this one, Dev? Just give 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 the people a little bit of insight of what what is going on here. So we're talking about Artful, right? Yes. <laughs> okay, so Artful. So guys, so basically, here's the deal, right? I don't know if you guys know this, but there's this. There's this thing with Apple where they um, they have an app store, obviously, for the iPhone and for iPads and stuff. And so um, Apple has these really stringent requirements in order to be an app on their platform. And what's come out recently is actually that those stringent requirements that are ostensibly per- for the purpose of safety have actually not really provided that. A lot of people have been getting scammed and other problems um through the app store but what they did was um there's this platform that came out called artful and what um me and so tatiana went and signed up because tatiana's on the cutting edge so she went and signed up and then like two days later they announced that they uh were going to go from nsfw uh friendly to not nsfw friendly because of apple and because of the uh app store guidelines and um, I love Apple. This is being recorded on an iMac. I have an iPad. I have a MacBook. I have a lot of Apple gear. I love it. And um, I will get an iPhone and just I like the SIM swap. So I'll get a uh, I'll get an iPhone and I'll get an Android and I'll have them both and just use whichever one I feel like using at the time. Um, so it's problematic because we're getting to the point now where Apple is essentially shutting down entire apps just because they don't conform to whatever their limited idea of okay is. And so this opens up an entirely different conversation about Apple's right to censorship and because they're determining what level of censorship. And so, um, and it becomes a slippery slope, which is what I was kind of trying to get it across in the Discord is that like, okay, so we can say, okay, no um, pornography, right? That's easy. But then what is pornography? Like most of you would probably say a video of two adults fucking is pornography, right? Okay, fair enough. But um, but what if I told you that a picture of a naked person is pornography? Art of a naked person is pornography. A drawing of a naked person is pornography. Uh, like these, these things aren't really... There are, there is, but then there is art out there that is intended to be pornography. One thinks of the furry scene, for example. Um, I mean, no, it's true. Like, it's, it's something, I mean, I've seen with my own two eyes, and that's okay. You know, you think about like Rule 34 stuff, you know what I mean? I mean, that's fine. I'm not, I'm not talking against it. I'm just saying, like, okay, so drawings can be porn, and porn can be porn. But then what about a Van Gogh painting of a naked woman? You know what I mean? Is that porn? Van Gogh didn't make it with the intention of it being titillating. But even if we think that he did, we can't really ask him because Van Gogh's dead as a door now. So you know what? Let's just go ahead and count that as well. But if we're going to count that, then why don't we count people talking about sex? Did you hear? Did you remember? You remember when Facebook was talking about banning the peach emoji? Uh-huh. You know what I mean? And like, also n- okay. as well, I believe. 
Eggplant, yeah, as well. And so now, like, uh, now, okay, so you can't talk, you can't talk about it, okay? You can't talk about it. You can't graphically depict it. You can't do anything. It's for the kids, guys. It's for the kids. The same kids that are Grand Theft Auto Five online, fucking yelling about fucking teabagging people and stuff. Those kids can't see that stuff, okay? And fucking so then after that, that, and that, but 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 if you're gonna ban people talking about it, and you're gonna talk. You're going to ban, you know, people depicting it. Then why not ban ban the result of it? So no pictures of children on Facebook. You can't put them on there because people have sex in order to have children. Okay. And so we, we just can't have that. Okay. So no pictures of children. Okay. And then, you know what? But you're also, even though you're an adult, you're a result of people having sex. So um, why not just take all pictures off of Facebook? Because they all are people. And when you look at people, you think, oh, my God, their parents had sex, first of all. Ugh. Second of all, um, except in some people's cases, anyway, um, but why not ban all of that? You know what I mean? And so like, so, so, but because people can't be trusted, right? People aren't mature enough. Kids are not mature enough. They can't be trusted in order to understand any of this stuff because apparently sex is such a hard concept that kids can't understand it or understand what it means, even though they're knocking each other up in record numbers every single year. But they just don't understand. Protect the kids. Protect the kids. They want to go to Disney until they're fucking 16 years old, right? Um, so my point is, is like it becomes this like insanely slippery slope where it's like, what are you going to censor? And it's political too, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, you you think about so um, obviously the Beetle cult is incredibly liberal, and something that I've I've fought back against and kind of brought up. Is the fact that, okay, so say, and I'm getting a little off track, but bear with me. Um, is that like uh, the, the belief that right-wing or Republican voices should be shut up? They should, they should, um, they should be banned from talking. Um, first of all, all Republicans aren't racist. That's absolutely ridiculous. That's a stereotype. And so the thing is that annoys me is when people who are annoyed at being stereotyped stereotype other people. Now, I don't really like a lot of Republicans out there. There's, I don't like a lot of the beliefs. Um, I Honestly, my profile picture was actually Turtle Mitch McConnell until Tatiana made me change it. Um, like, I, I get it, guys. But if you, if you silence them, then you got to silence the other side, too, when they say anything against anybody else. So that would mean silencing me if I say, well, the Bible has some inaccuracies, some historical inaccuracies in it. That's a pretty sound statement. I can support it with facts. But Christians might get offended. So why not censor it? You know? Or if I say that I support gay marriage, well, that is in direct opposition to the Abrahamic religions. So, and those are the top three in the entire world Islam, Christianity, and Judaism, right? They're all opposed to homosexuality. So, um, you know, might as well just go ahead and censor me then too, right? I can't say anything like that, right? Or what if my governmental representatives aren't doing a good job or they're promoting gerrymandering and racist and shutting down voting polls in black neighborhoods, uh, something that did happen during the last presidential election, by the way. Um, well, it offends them if I talk about it out loud, so I can't talk about it. So you you see like and then you got the you got the entire thing with Black Lives Matters people marching Jupe fucking was out marching yesterday and is still at a protest right now, right? You got all that going on right now. Well, that offends people who believe all lives matter, blue lives matter, or white lives matter, and so fucking censor that, right? Your God given right to protest, censor it, right? And so like fucking and so like we start we're going into this place where the internet is like becoming a baby gloves 
kind of place because people can't handle hearing opinions different than their own. But here's the thing that I believe, as crazy as it might be, I believe that if you are on Facebook, which you shouldn't be, first of all, um, if you're on Facebook and you see somebody say something racist, then you learn something very important about them. And you know something about them that you did not know before. And I'll, I'll give you an example. I was on Facebook a while back, and somebody, um, it was after WAP came out, and I might have mentioned, I don't know, but um, and one of the women that does the song WAP says, uh, I don't cook, I don't clean, but let me show you how I got this ring, right? And uh-huh. it's a, a reference to like just being so good at sex, which, by the way, is an amazing song, and women empowerment is the shit. And not only that, but Tatiana showed me a video of gay dudes dancing to that song, and it was amazing. Go watch it. They are so <laughs> glamorous. I am straight, and I was attracted to those guys. Like I was like, oh, my God, they are beautiful men. They were dancing so well. They were just dressed so – anyway, I'm going to – I'm going to – I can't. So let's censor that because that's titillating. Anyway, um, I'm sure we can crank up Bleat to another level just to make sure that none of that gets across. Point being – that this person said, uh, because what happened, I think it was Cardi B who said it, and then this person said in the in the post, they said, well, because uh, Cardi B's, I guess, husband or boyfriend was cheating on her. Uh-huh. And so they were like, oh, well, that's what happens when you don't cook or clean. And I learned something about that person. And that is that, A, they're stupid. B, that they side with the guy even when the guy is wrong. The guy was cheating on Cardi B, was absolutely incorrect. And see that they're sexist. And so instead of yelling at them, instead of being angry at them, instead of anything like that, I put a pen in it. And I'm like, okay, for the future, I know if this person wants to work with me, if this person wants to deal with me, if this person wants anything at all to do with me, I know that they are not the kind of person I want to be around. Right. That simple. And so, like, guys, I encourage you to let racists yell as loud as they want because then you know. Like, because we had years where you didn't know who was an asshole. You didn't know who hated you for no reason. You didn't know who was doing this stuff. Now they feel like they can shout it from the mountaintops. And that's a good thing. Let them because then you know. And knowing your enemy is always a good thing. It just really is. Because if you think for a second that right-wingers aren't keeping an eye out for people who are, like, saying a lot of liberal stuff and like that, you're wrong. They are. Uh-huh. They notice. And so, like, you should too. And the, the the subject is not – the idea is not to censor them. The idea is to let them expose themselves. That's why I love Twitter so much because Twitter, people just – they don't think on Twitter not in the at all. fucking slightest. <laughs> they just fucking just talk. They just talk, and they say whatever they think. Whatever they think will get the approval of their very small circle of friends, and more often than not, I mean, like Ghost, uh, you remember that guy, the 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 anti-Semitic guy, yeah. Uh, yeah, like people like that that like they're just out in the open about it, and it's like that's good. Be out in the open. Let us know who you are. You know what I mean? So we can identify you. So that we can. So that we can go in and let your superiors know at your job. Mm-hmm. So that we can dox you. You know what I mean? Like fucking like I fully encourage for racist, anti-Semitist, fucking homo- homophobes. All that, I fully encourage doxing. 
you see it all the time and it's the most beautiful thing it's i mean i stopped watching porn because i just jerk off to videos of fucking people who got caught saying racist shit on social media getting fired and crying asking for forgiveness no. i didn't really mean it i just said <laughs> or or there was the people what? in texas there was the people in texas that fucking they were in a truck and some black kids were having a fucking birthday party and they rolled up with guns and shit and they were like yelling out like the n-word uh-huh. and like fucking threatening these kids and stuff a week later they're fired they're fucking unemployed and going to prison and we didn't mean it we, we were just having some fucking kkk racist fun i swear to god fat 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 i love it it makes me so happy you racist motherfuckers out there you homophobic motherfuckers you sexist motherfuckers please keep exposing yourself i want you to expose yourself for years we didn't know who you are and now we know who exactly who you are see and we will not forget the beautiful thing fuckers. about this is that um it's always some it can always be summed up in a very very short like question quote unquote where in which you just point you just look at it you pull up whatever they have in an image you take a screenshot of it you crop it and it's just a point at it and just say this you like that's all. and the thing is they'll they're trying to they'll try to be defined about it like yeah of course it's me cool like cool. like it's like okay cool cool good deal all right thanks G-B-B- thanks for the confirmation no <laughs> glhf man all right. uh yeah so but we we're, we're getting off subject anyway the point is is that censorship is not the 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 increasing censorship that's happening right now is not a good thing and i'm not saying that because and so my principle is that i'm mad at artful i think that they should have stood up for themselves and if they had to go to another platform uh android then fine you know what i mean and so guys also don't forget and like i know that it seems like everybody has an iphone but the truth is is that actually apple controls very little of the national smartphone market um, their margins are higher because they charge more for their phones. And then you got like budget phones and stuff like that coming out from Android, but you're reaching, you're reaching actually a wider audience with Android than you are with iPhone. It's just more exclusive audience with, with iPhone. And so, um, it's just, I think that they should have rolled with it. And, and if they like, shouldn't they have known? Shouldn't they have known that that's what yeah. was going to happen? Yeah, they really should have. What? Because the thing is that that has that has been a stay like a stay place role in the terms and conditions for Apple pretty much since the store opened. They really only started like enforcing it very heavily over the last over the last few years, but it's always been there. Like you could get away with it for a period of time, but soon, but the more prolific that things came, especially the like after the moment that um that cook died, uh, like, who boy, who boy, the clampdown started then and the clampdown still continues to this day. <laughs> I just, I, I don't like it. I don't like it. I don't think the internet's going good places right now. And, um, I definitely think it, I definitely don't think it should be like the wild west back when, um, back in the nineties when it was kind of just getting started. Um, I'm glad that things are uh, more calm than they were then. Like uh, some of the shit, like I is just deplorable. Like you could go just do a Google search and just find 
I, I like I, I got in a competition to one time I, I might have mentioned I don't know but with a friend to find the most fucked up video on the internet we could possibly find and I found it something rotten. I found a very no it was to what I found made rotten.com make look look like fucking Sesame Street yeah it was it was I, I'm not gonna say much about it because it really bothered me and still does to this day that it existed. But it was two incredibly scarred up, beat up girls. Mm. And that's all I'm gonna say about the matter. Mm, and okay. so, um and so uh and and that was just I mean, it was just out there. It wasn't like yeah. it was hidden, it wasn't like you need the dark web or anything like nope. that. So I do like the fact that like um you know, I'm sure that stuff's still out there, but it's I mean, I've never accidentally stumbled on, you know, craziness like that. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'm really glad for it. I'm glad that a lot of platforms have taken a more active role against things like revenge porn and, um, you know, illegal types of porn and stuff like that. I'm glad for that stuff, too. Uh, that's not censorship. That's morality. You know what I mean? But, I mean, it is censorship, but it's censorship for a good reason. Protecting people. You know what I mean? Um, people shouldn't have their stuff online when they don't want it online you know what i mean it's just right. that's fair yeah. you know and so um so i i'm all for that but um the what i'm not for is the idea that any nudity is sex or that any nudity is porn <laughs> and the example i gave in the discord earlier was our picture the beetle milk picture that tatiana is so insanely proud of she loves it with all her heart although she's working on a like a sequel to it mm-hmm. and it's gonna blow it out of the water but the saint of anguish um, which is a picture of a dog, man, a anthropomorphic dog who is on his knees in prayer and he's naked. And so he has a dick and, uh, it's not a very large dick. It's not immaculately detailed. It's not veiny or anything like that. It's just a little V that she drew <laughs> and it's, it's his dick. And, um, yeah, it's just a little boop. Um, <laughs> did I ever tell you about the time? I don't know if I told you about it, but. The time that um this is a long time ago, but me and Tatiana were um we were laying on bed on the bed and just chatting. Um, I wasn't wearing any clothes. I was gonna say this right? this is starting pretty sus already, but continue. <laughs> well, we weren't having like it wasn't anything sexual. Um, it's just like you know Yet. we're we're no, it wasn't at all. <laughs> it didn't become anything sexual. <laughs> um, uh, it's uh it's just uh I you know she's my she's she was yeah. my fiance at the time and. I'm comfortable around her and it was a bit warm. So I was just kind of rolling commando. You Mm -hmm. know what I mean? And so, um, and so she's like, Hey Devin, I'm going to draw you. And, uh, I'm a chonky boy, so I don't want to be drawn, but, um, it made her happy. And so I was like, okay, draw me. And we still have the drawing by the way. Uh, but what happened was (laughs) it's so fucking funny. Uh, she drew it. She did a quick sketch. It took her like maybe three minutes and she turns it around, and it's a pretty accurate representation of me, except there was one problem, and that was that I had the little you as my dick. <laughs> and so I said to her, I said, Tatiana, can you please fix this? Like, what the fuck? What the fuck is this? This is just a little boop, you know? And <laughs> so she takes it back. She's using a pencil. And she takes it back. She erases it and draws this fucking massive... <laughs> Fucking Dude, I swear to God, it was like fucking like a donkey dick. <laughs> I need these extra large so condoms for my magnum dong. Uh, it's like you gotta like 
fucking take three Magnum condoms and like cut them so that you could fucking fit them all on and then put one over the top of the top one. Like, like it was mass. It was like basically lying against the bed, like a fucking snake that just ate a big rat. Like, just like, you know, uh, <laughs> it was amazing. It was the greatest thing ever. Um, so, uh, obviously much more accurate to real life than the first one. Uh, nah, I'm kidding. But the, um, but you know, so, but I mean, that picture got censored. Like Facebook actually wouldn't let us sell our stuff because of that. Mm -hmm. It violated the terms of service. Here's the weird thing though. And here's the thing that people forget about like social media is this inconsistent because it's done by humans. So you see like that's why like and i see people complaining about it but it's just it's kind of part of like the reality of it mm-hmm. you see pictures of like women like half naked you know what i mean with their boobs hanging out and stuff like that with, like two fingers over their nipples and that doesn't get banned but a drawing with a little v for a penis does and you never know man like you might have caught the sensor on a bad day they might have just got dumped by their girlfriend you know what I mean? Like, there's a million things going on, but it's imperfect and it's inconsistent. But what it really speaks to is actually the power of social media and how much power we've willingly given them. Mm-hmm. And I think it's time to start taking it back. Honestly, I think that they've taken enough from us. And I just, I personally am completely disillusioned with the entire thing. And um, so people said to me, uh, like, Pope, you got to advertise, right? You know, you got to get your business out there. Guys, you know the absolute best advertising that Beetle Milk has ever had? The best results that we've ever had? The most notoriety we've ever had? Do you know where it came from, Ghost? Uh, People talking about you and also at conventions? Conventions. Conventions. Mm-hmm. No results from Facebook that we ever have with Facebook ads can compare to conventions. The most that we've ever done online in one day for Beetle Milk is probably about a thousand five hundred dollars, which is an impressive day. I mean, for anybody, yeah. but um, conventions <laughs> we do three thousand dollar, four thousand dollar days. Yeah, you know, um, and so like we're um. And we actually just today were researching conventions that are open this year. We found a promising one for later this year in Minneapolis. There's also one coming up in North Carolina as well. Um, Yeah, so we might be in your neighborhood, Ghost. We might stop by. I mean, Um, more likely than not, it'll probably be in Raleigh. So very likely I'll probably be not just like a bit away from there. So sure, fuck it, why not? And if not, then I'll figure it out. Yeah. So we'll, um, but that's something we're looking into right now. So we'll, we'll probably do one or two cons this mm-hmm. year, but next year is when we're going to like really get back into it because that is like most of the roots of our success have come from that and the discord. Right. Um, and so, um, but the Facebook and Instagram are cool. They're fine. But one thing I've noticed is, um, so what I did goes the other day and this is completely off subject, but I mean, like, we're gonna get back. Let's to just it. ride this. Yeah, <laughs> let's just ride this crazy train. Um, fucking. Um, so Tatiana was talking about the algorithm. Mm-hmm. Now, if you are a professional and you're on social media and you're selling stuff, the algorithm is the bane of your existence. And the thing that I like to remind people is that somebody wrote that algorithm and they did it under duress from somebody else, and there's a reason the algorithm is the way it is. 
Um, it's not an accident. It's not um, unplanned. It's completely planned. And so she was talking about the algorithm. And I said that the thing that actually is shocking me is that not only are small businesses getting fucked right now by, by Facebook and by Instagram, but actually large businesses. And so, like, uh, what I did was I scrolled through my timeline and found a few large businesses that I follow. For example, Gibson Guitars. Gibson Guitars has 1.4 million followers. Their latest video had something like a thousand likes. Ooh, those yeah, that's, that's, is a sp- ooh. is sponsored too. Oh no, that's not results. No, <laughs> that's that's not results. That's a significantly that's a that's statistically insignificant amount. <laughs> Yeah, and so then I found I found a few more uh, companies that are big, and I'm not talking about like Beetlemilk, you know, like I'm not talking about like Get Lost Perv or no, we're talking. I'm talking about international corporations. Yeah, and um, they all are suffering because the algorithm, for some reason, is just so angry at everybody right now that it's making it so nobody is seeing your stuff. So Beetlemilk's putting out all this stuff on social media. And putting all this effort into social media and like getting almost no engagement as a result. But and so the thing is, is like before last month, before this month, I would have been inclined to believe it's just because we've been gone forever. And, you know, maybe people forgot about us. The sales numbers, though, tell the truth, though. And the truth is that people want beetle milk content. Mm-hmm. People like beetle milk content. People like what we're doing. But we have 7000 followers. And I do a live, and it has seven people mm-hmm. on it. You know? and Or Tatiana does a live, and it has seven people on yeah, it. So like it's not just me. One or two percent just, of the amount of people that you actually have because the information isn't going out there. Um, because the algorithm is just like not telling, for example, just not notifying people that you're live. Or even bothering in order to do anything else. Yeah, I am um, not not to toot my own in this case, but yeah, I run into that. Even though like I'm not like a huge ass streamer or anything, I run into that as well. Where in which like I have like two hundred or so followers, which is piss poor, piss nothing, but it's still a fair bit, all things considered. Uh, considering that uh, how inconsistent I am, but two hundred more than I have, so <laughs> rock on. <laughs> But uh, no, not when you're no, not in comparison to your company shop. But um, when well, it comes, I, I just meant Twitch. No, fair, <laughs> yeah. But when it comes to um, like having the streams or anything like that, it's a crapshoot. If anybody, if people are actively notified, like sometimes it's just bad days, or in which that's understandable, and sometimes it's just like really clustered because there's a lot of people streaming all at once. I understand that, but also very often it's just. Uh, yeah, no notification went out for whatever reason. Besides the fact that Twitch notifications are kind of broken. But if there's a notification for someone who normally averages about two to 3,000 people per, you best goddamn well be, be, expect that that notification is going to pop up on the phone every time. Unless you have notifications off. <laughs> and so, like, what you guys find is you're fighting the algorithm. Mm-hmm. And so you're dealing with it on Twitch, and we're dealing with it on Instagram. Um, I will say, however, that um, tomorrow Zach and I have a meeting um, with uh, with marketing, and I've instructed them to completely avoid Facebook and Instagram marketing. We're going to go uh, completely Google and Pinterest and Twitter and um, and go from there. But truly, like when you guys will see the beetle actually rise will be conventions. But um, – to uh, more pertinent to uh, Zach's point, 
Zach uh, mentioned he has about 200 followers, which actually is fucking amazing because I remember when it was like next to nobody. Um, fucking, uh, he mentioned that. And uh, what I don't understand is why everybody listening to this right now is not a follower of Zach on twitch.tv slash ghostbody. I don't understand, and I'm ashamed. So Which actually, um, I did a test. And if you don't have a Twitch, yeah. make one. If you don't have a, yeah, make one and follow him. All right, and then just and and I would encourage you to go watch it because I actually really love Zach streams. Um, but besides that, uh, algorithmically, because he's fighting it, um, it helps him. Yes. It helps him to. Uh, it helps him also if you go buy a bunch of three hundred ghost bucks and make him hydrate. Oh, those are going uh, up for price then, by the way. No, don't yeah. make it. Come on, yeah, that's the they, best part going, is making you up, hydrate. Because um, people, boy do boy oh boy do people love spamming that thing. But um, yeah. <laughs> I know I do. So, so I got a gift of like fucking like a thousand ghost bucks from somebody on one of his streams, and I fucking just did. I did hydrate three times in a row. Because my mods love to punish me sometimes, I swear. <laughs> um, but yeah, so like, I actually, on that note, I mean, I know that we're just like literally bouncing around topics, but it's all kind of rolled into the having to deal with corporate bullshit. Um, but in the way of positive things, uh, I actually did a test stream earlier this week and it went surprisingly well. Um, computer is actually performing as it should be. I still want to do a couple more things to it. And I got like new overlays um, done um, courtesy of Luna Loves Tea, a.k.a. Um, Luna, one of our listeners slash um, one of the people who is in the vehicle. And um, it's going to have more collaborations with her in the future. Um, and also, um, due to Nougat, um, uh, Nougat Witch, who is also on Twitch, um, twitch.tv slash Nougat underscore Witch, who did emotes for me, so, um, those are on there, firing all cylinders, and they look damn good, um, and, uh, yeah, so working on some other stuff, um, trying to get some music together in order to have that like positive running background or do some other things, and I have a person I'm working with on that, and also, Dev, if you want to go ahead and throw some tasty-ass guitar riffs in my direction, then you certainly can. Um, I'll be happy to. I'll compose something for you. Cool. I got you. And um, from there, just like kind of... The general thing that I'm kind of doing with mine is more so just like community built. <laughs> like, um, yes, I, I'm, of course I'm going to use like non um, non copyright and stuff like that, music and stuff like that. But I really like, hey, I have all these talented ass, impressive motherfuckers that are listening to me and father fuckers and envy fuckers and whatever other fuckers you want to fuck. Listening to all me of them. and playing and like hanging out and stuff like that. So I definitely want to kind of like go in and like pull from some of those resources. Like if a know a person makes music, then I want to try and talk to them about getting some music to getting together. Like I have one other person that's doing some stuff as well, but I'm kind of waiting on them. Um, and whenever they get back to me, they get back to me. But um, like one of the first people I ended up talking to was like, hey, Luna, you can do you can do formats and things of that sort for backgrounds, right? Yeah. How about you do this? And I end up giving you money. <laughs> the, um, the, uh, so I actually do want to, I do want to just take a second, actually, um, before you continue, mm-hmm. 
to um i'm gonna link everybody that's being mentioned actually in the uh in the show notes but um specifically luna loves tea on etsy yes. and then nougat which he gave the link for on twitch nougat is a wonderful human mm-hmm. and then um i actually have another shout out i want to get but i want you to finish obviously what you need to say first okay so go for it my brother um yeah but yeah just basically kind of just having things built by the community and getting stuff together like most of the money that goes that ends up coming towards me ends up going towards like the stream directly like there's i'm not gonna lie there's a little bit of embezzlement going on in that fund there quote unquote but it's more so just for like living things um but generally speaking most of it goes into like getting new games for stuff which is if i really need to do that considering i have a massive collection the massive selection of things as is but there's always new things and there are always new cool things in order to do um also more equipment things of that sort so yeah it actually goes to a legitimate place as to when people are throwing things in my general direction so uh yeah um we uh we're getting somewhere we're getting somewhere once again it was a test that one i'm going to try and get further back into it and actually like not come becoming consistent because my work schedule does not allow for that but at least doing it more often (laughs) so um i'm gonna do i'm gonna do some music for you what do you need uh we'll talk about that once we're off the podcast i guess (laughs) Outstanding, because I already got a song in mind cool. that I was working on. <laughs> cool. No lyrics, though, because I can't sing. That's perfectly Okay. I, he's like, actually, that's preferred, motherfucker. Don't sing. Um, the uh, If I did sing, it would be awesome, because I'd be like, I'd be like, ghost body, ghost motherfucking body. I still Twisted have to. Twisted slash motherfucking ghost body. <laughs> You just peaked your mic so hard. But um <laughs> I actually had to go back and find the um old sound clip of you saying take your ass to church um and like shove it in. Oh, yeah. So that's that's still there. It's just that now I actually had a means I can shove it into like a sound clip or something. So yeah. <laughs> that's amazing. I remember that. It's fucking awesome. So long ago. Feels like years ago, but it wasn't. Um there's actually a shout out I wanna give. Mm-hmm. Um a special shout out because something very special has happened. Um, Beetle Milk, uh, I don't know if you guys know, but Beetle Milk, one thing that we do is we like to take uh, other artists who maybe aren't as well known um, as we are. And that's not an egotistical thing. That's just a numeric statistical thing. Uh, there's a lot of artists out there who aren't as well known as we are. And that's fine. Um, we like to take them and uh, bring them into the fold, as it were, and have them do a collaboration with us. Mm-hmm. And so... Um, we've had the pleasure of uh, collaborating with our friend Rose, who did a Stola shirt, which is on the website right now. We had uh, the awesomeness of collaborating with the great electronic artist Archimus, who is um, who is outstanding, and he is uh, he's wonderful. And um, we've had a lot of really good ones, but we actually just had uh, something just completely smash every record. And it, it's an interesting thing to me, and I want to point it out because it's a real great proof of concept. And what that is is that Rachel Henry mm-hmm. is probably one of the most humble, nice, unassuming, not-in-your-face people you've ever met in your entire life. Um, me and Tatiana know her personally from college um, and have known her for years. And so when we started Beetle Milk and we started doing this, Rachel, um, who's very talented in her own right, kind of came into the fold and became one of our biggest supporters, one of our most vocal supporters. 
and is just an absolute darling of a human supporting us or not. Point being that on the first of this month, we released uh, Rachel's, uh, she did a design for us, a, a design that she made for us called the Ouroboros Kiss. And her design didn't just smash every record for sales for a collaboration, but it smashed every record for sales for a collaboration combined. Hmm. Um, Rachel killed the game. And I want to... I want to give credit to that because that's amazing when you're considering somebody who is like just because you got a lot of people that walk around and I'm not saying like any of our collaborators are like this, but you do. You have a lot of people walk around. They're like, oh, I'm an artist. Oh, I'm a badass. Oh, I fucking do all this badass stuff. I'm the coolest person in the world. Look at me. I can draw or look at me. <clears throat> I can talk in a podcast or look at me. I can, you know, edit together a bunch of photos that have nothing to do with each other and put a noise filter on them. Right. That's me. Uh, anyway. Um, <laughs> but like the thing is, is like Rachel is just such a fucking darling and just came in and just swept the entire thing. I would not be shocked if I look at the end of the month numbers and Rachel's shirt outsold beetle milk stuff. I would not be shocked. And um, I just I just wanted to give a public shout out to Rachel for that. Like that's such an accomplishment and it's so cool. And, um, it's, I'm proud. I'm very proud. Um, I love to see people that are like just sweet and nice and just cool humans. I love to see them succeed. Nothing makes me happier. And to, to watch this happening, what I hope it happens after this, because if you collaborate with us, which you can contact at beetlemilk.com, send us an email. Um, we don't like collaborate with just anybody. Like there's a certain level of talent we look for a certain level of that kind of stuff. So do know that. But, um, they, um, we run collaborations, uh, for a quarter. So three months for a quarter of the year. So what we're hoping for is that Rachel once, um, once the uh, quarter is over, uh, the Ouroboros kiss will release back to Rachel and uh, be like her own design because right now we have exclusivity on it okay. until the quarter's over. Um, but after that, we're hoping that she'll take it and like take it like the sales of it and the success of it is an indicator that she should do more and that she'll like go out there and actually kill the game on her on her own and just like really murder it because she has a store. Um, I'll link it in the show notes. But um, it's just it's a uh, not nearly like Rachel. Come on, girl. Like let's get more stuff out there, okay? Um, but I'm, I'm hoping that like, really it'll like spur, spur something on and like help her like become more successful and more um, prolific. You know what I mean? Like, that's what I hope for. That's what I want for all of the artists. But truthfully, this is the situation with Rachel is unprecedented. It's never like our collabs have never been this successful before. And so, um, like, I really, really want to see that. I really want, like, Rachel to be, like, our protege and just, like, go out and, like, do her own thing and do it better than we do. She isn't the first to, like, spawn off the Beetle cult that's done really well, though. I mean, one thinks of um, Tiny Toad of Hannah. Mm -hmm. um, <clears throat> Hannah went and made a sticker series that just crushed. It sold out, like, day one, right? And so destroyed. But we had nothing to do with that. She's never done a collab with us. She did model for some of our stuff on the website, but that's it. Um, so we were really happy to see Hannah just kill the game. Um, there's a few, but, um, Rachel's the first one that's a collab that just went that well. So 
I want to give props to Rachel for that. Um, we actually personally wrote her to let her know that um, that she was like kind of what the statistics are looking like so far. And um, and so but I wanted to publicly acknowledge that because I think it's wonderful. Um, and I, I want to see more of it, man. Like, that's why like, why do you guys think I walk around yelling twitch.tv slash ghostbody all the time? <laughs> you know what I mean? Do you guys think it benefits me in any way? Like, do you think I get a cut? Because I don't. Um, I have nothing to do with twitch.tv slash ghostbody other than being a fan. When I show up on the stream, I'm just a fan on the stream. I am not more important than anybody else. I don't get any more love than anybody else. I just, I'm there. And, um, and so, but I do it because I want to see obviously Zach succeed. And, um, so this is a vehicle to help him succeed. You know what I mean? And it's, that's the idea behind having him on it. Besides the fact he's just a great co-host and a great person. And so like, um, I, I'm really encouraged by this. I'm really encouraged by the fact that we can help people get more exposure and we can help people succeed and that we can be a positive influence in our community. And I really, I'm kind of like addicted to it now. And so like, I want to, I want to, I want to see more people because you got to understand we have a deal with Rachel. So we don't make nearly as much money on Rachel's stuff as we do our other stuff. Not even close. <laughs> But but that's okay, man. I'm like yeah. completely fine with that as long as we get to help somebody. Like money ain't shit. Money is here one day and gone the next. But like fuck it, especially if you're like me and you got to have all the latest Apple tech. It's <laughs> here one minute and gone the next. Oh, you know, God, straight into Tim Cook's pockets. <laughs> me and my um, one of all the games. Yes, I understand that entirely. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah. So like that's that's how it is, right? And that's fine. But. Um, what isn't here one day and gone the next is actually like being cool enough and being kind enough and considerate enough. And I'm not trying to pump my own horn right here. I'm not trying to, you know, jerk my own donkey sized fucking drawing of a cock. I'm just saying that like that can have lasting impact. If we can, if we can like influence people to like go out there and do better at what they do and to be more and to have confidence that they can be more than that supersedes any financial benefit because financial benefits are temporary you know what i mean it's 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 helping people this permanent and um we're getting kind of towards the end so um i leave you guys before we get into shout outs i actually want to leave you with a quote i'm going to paraphrase it but i saw it on instagram the other day because for some fucking reason i'm still on instagram I, people got to be able to contact me somehow i guess yeah, i don't know much. nobody hey guys my number is seven okay if you need me can you text me okay that's my number that's my actual real number okay text me and this is after i just did a fucking rant about fucking races and stuff like that uh i wouldn't be too surprised if intel actually fucking blanks out my yeah. phone number um uh, <laughs> uh privacy violation yeah, privacy yeah. violation um so but uh so but that's all good um but uh, the, the the quote i saw on instagram was uh was danny trejo and uh, Danny Trejo, free, uh, uh, Trejo, or I don't know if I'm pronouncing it right, but Trejo, yeah, you're um, right. For, Trejo, yeah. Um, if he's he's Machete, right? Uh -huh. That's that's who he is. Um, he said something that uh, I thought was really nice and profound. And I'm paraphrasing it, which is, everything good that ever happened to me was a result of helping somebody else. And um, I think that's true. It's, it it ties back into the Zig Ziglar, or was it Zig Ziglar? It might have been somebody else. Who said, um, by helping enough people find what they want, you get what you want. 
Uh, it's the same concept. And so, guys, I want you to reflect on that this week. All right, just like on um, how you can help people find what they want and how you can be a more positive influence in your world because that's how you find what, the things that you want out of life. And you think about these billionaires out there. You think about people like Bezos or Musk. The reason why that they are in that position is because they help the greatest number of people get what they want. People wanted a convenient way to shop online. Amazon provided it. People wanted really great electric cars. Tesla provided it. Um, just think on it, okay? And with that said, um, Zach, do you have any shout-outs, my friend? Um, I kind of already said that one intentionally. Um, so let's see. Luna Loves Tea. Um, check out the Etsy. There's going to be a link to it there. Um, nougat witch, nougat underscore witch, um, twitch.tv. Uh, you'll be able to see a link for that there as well. Um, let's see. Um, the person that's one of the people who's going to be doing my music is, um, their name is, was it Black X Brawly on, um, Instagram? And, uh, like, there's there there's 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 a bunch but um we're, we're gonna like go with that for right now because those ones are like directly at mind at the moment cool um as far as my shout outs go uh shout out to rachel of course yes. and um honestly shout out to danny treo you know shout out to machete who's just such an awesome awesome human and um most importantly though i think if you draw any conclusion from this entire episode, uh, fuck Ja Rule. And also, <laughs> that's a reference to the last episode. And, uh, <laughs> also, bless, and also, uh, bless Intel for uh, that sponsorship. <laughs> thanks, Intel. <laughs> uh, I hope the check's in the mail. Um, and also, I want to give a shout out to Terry Crews. Uh, Terry Crews is too good for this world. <laughs> And uh, we didn't talk about him during this episode, but just trust me, Terry Crews is too good for this always, world, okay? Always. Yeah, Terry Crews is amazing. We need to talk about him in the next one. Okay. Um, but uh, yeah, so uh, shout out to him. And uh, everybody, I hope you have a wonderful, wonderful week. Um, I hope I hope you just, I hope you find all the things that you want, man. And um, also, uh, one last thing before we get out of here. I know we're running a little bit late, mm-hmm. but uh, something to keep in mind is that uh, there's been more police shootings um, when it comes to uh, people of color. And uh, it's something that's been cropping up again. And so there's protests igniting again around the country. Um, Our friend Jupe is actually involved in one as we speak right now. Um, They checked in with me earlier to let me know they were okay. But um, uh, that is going on. So please, if you can um, keep those individuals out there fighting for the rights and fighting for your rights... If you can keep them in your mind and in your heart, um, that would be really, really appreciated because it takes a lot of fucking balls to get out there and do that. Uh Um, More balls than I have. So um, keep them in mind. And also the people who unfortunately have been victimized by, um, you know, the current situation with the police and everything like that. So um, shout out to everybody out there protesting. Um, I know it's not like as notorious right now as like Black Lives Matter was last summer um but it is still important it is still it is still incredibly important and so it will always be important until um until it's solved I mean, it's like they always say man no justice no peace I'm about to say you same know what thing. i mean so um no justice no peace everybody
until until this shit's done. So, um, shout out to all y'all. I hope you all have a wonderful, wonderful week, and um, stay safe out there. Yeah. Okay, and for God's sake, keep wearing your mask. Okay, it's just not over yet. Yeah, all right, come much. on, work with me. All right, that's it. Stay beautiful, perfect, and amazing. Bye. Nice game. Catch you later. All right, can I turn off this Intel thing? Uh, God, Ghost is. God damn it. It's not letting me. Man, just just, just hit. Fuck with the settings a little bit. It's not letting me turn it off, man. It's. Man. Bruh. It's, Bruh. Bruh. It's stuck on Harvey Weinstein, man. <laughs> no. We need to move that. Oh, God, uh, I think tech support might be shut down because Intel is going to be shut down in about a week. Okay. All right. Bye. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for listening to this episode of Beetlecast. Make sure to go to www.beetlemilk.com for more Beetlemilk goodness. Make sure to go to twitch.tv slash ghostbody for more ghostbody goodness. Make sure to check out Lorecast. That's lore-cast. Their wonderful Nick Johnson is the host, and I occasionally show up too. And make sure to leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. We would really appreciate it. But besides that, stay uh, stay beautiful, perfect, and amazing for me. All right? And have a wonderful day. And I look forward to next time. Bye.